When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we are answering questions from listeners who identify as caregivers. And today's listener is a parent. And their question is, Dear Liz, how do I navigate being touched out by a child without ignoring my partner's needs? First of all, let's define what being touched out is for those who don't know. Being touched out is when you feel irritable as a result of missing out on your autonomy because you have been touched by children, your partner, pets all day long. You've been having to give physical affection and comfort. Because of this, you feel like you don't have your own space. And when parents are feeling touched out, it feels like you're trapped, right? Like that you just can't have one more hug or kiss or anything in your life. You just don't have anything else to give. Now, as you've stated, you feel touched out by your child. And because of that, it's hard to want to be intimate with your partner after a full day of having someone cling to your legs and sit on your lap and ask for hugs. I want to start by saying you are not alone in this. It's a really common experience for parents of young children. It is really a lot of work to be giving physical affection all day. And it starts to cross the wires. If I'm hugging all day, then what makes the hug with my partner different than the hug with my kid? I mean, we know what makes it different, but after a while, it just starts to feel the same. It just starts to feel like everyone just needs you and you've got nothing left. And what can be really common is to actually feel like you want to cringe at the idea of being touched even one more time. I've heard from so many people who feel touched out that they actually will avoid any opportunity to be touched at the end of the day. And so they'll find ways to put themselves in bed early so that they fall asleep before their partner gets to bed, or they'll make themselves busy in their home office and say that they've got work to do because they're dreading being touched. This makes so much sense. If you haven't had me time with your own body, then your body starts to feel like it's everybody else's and that it's not yours. And if you're not able to be in your body and present with your body, you're going to get to a point where you don't want to share it with anyone. In fact, there was a study that showed that parents only get 32 minutes to themselves a day. 32 minutes. And this study was done in 2018, which means that it was done before the pandemic when a lot of kids started to be home all of the time. Because you are a good partner, you're worried about how this is impacting your relationship. And I hear that. And 
we can recognize the reality that you're probably not getting enough me time with also recognizing the reality that your partner might be feeling lonely or they might be feeling like they're not getting enough physical touch. And both of those things can exist. So what can we do so that you're not feeling overwhelmed and touched out all of the time and so that your partner doesn't feel abandoned or as if you don't love them? Unfortunately, the answer is not as simple as saying, well, just start being affectionate with your partner. There's some other things that need to be done first. And what I would like to encourage you to start with is the framework of accelerators and brakes. Accelerators are the things in our life that make us want to touch our partner more. So they put the gas pedal on physical intimacy. Whereas brakes are the things that make us want to touch them less. An example of an accelerator might be something like seeing your partner looking really sexy or great music or a sexy environment. But accelerators can also be things like a clean house, enough alone time, enough rest. So all of those things might accelerate your drive to be touched. Breaks can be things like something that smells bad, but it can also be something like, I've been touched too much today or I've been too busy today. So it's really important that you sit down and you think about what are my accelerators and what are my breaks? And then communicate those with your partner. If you can communicate to your partner with empathy that you recognize that you haven't been able to give them enough physical affection, and that you recognize that. However, there's reasons for it. And then you can share those reasons with your partner. You're going to be able to work together to figure out what you can do to make a change. So let your partner know, number one, that you get maybe their position or that you're worried about how they're feeling. But number two, that there's some things going on that are really putting the brakes on being able to offer more touch. So you might say something like, honey, I have noticed that I haven't had enough in me recently to really give you physical affection. And I want to be able to do that for you, but I just can't. And I've been thinking about something called accelerators and brakes. Accelerators are the things that make it easier for me to be physically intimate and brakes are the things that make it harder. And there's some things that are definitely putting the brakes on. And I want to share those with you so that maybe we can problem solve around how to get more accelerators into our relationship and also how to reduce the brakes. So that's one thing. The other thing that's really important is for you to figure out what boundaries do you need to have so that you can take a break. You need to take time to refresh yourself. You need to be able to have autonomous space. If you don't, it's going to be really hard for you not to just want to give your partner physical affection, but also your kid. And so what can you do to have a moment to yourself? Do you sometimes have to have a limit with your kid and say, I love you so much, but right now we're having quiet time and I need you to color over here while I go and have a cup of tea for a little bit. You have to find a way to have those limits and those boundaries so that you're not being touched all the time. A difficult part of setting those boundaries is often unrealistic expectations. So that's also something that I want to encourage you to work on because when people are touched out, 
they often also have that coupled with an unrealistic expectation of themselves that they're supposed to be giving 100% to their kids and their partner all the time. And so they struggle to say, not right now. (laughs) I can't be touched right now. I need a break. I know that you want to sit on my lap and cuddle, but I'm not able to do that in this moment. And I'm not saying that you do that all the time. It's important to be affectionate with your children. However, you need to recognize that that can't be you 100% of the time and you have to actually find a way to be okay with not being everything to everybody all of the time. All right, so as a recap, what I'd like you to do is communicate to your partner what your accelerators and brakes are. What are those brakes that have made it really hard to be affectionate? Sounds like it's being touched out. So your partner needs to know that and you and your partner need to problem solve together about how to get you more space. Number two, I want you to work on setting limits so that you can have a little bit more me time. And number three, I want you to work on the unrealistic expectations you have that you have to be everything to everybody. I'm Liz Earnshaw. I'm the author of I Want This to Work, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.